0: the Healing Room with Evangeline Hemrick. Inside the Healing Room presents Vibes Up, an online course in self-healing and energy awareness. Four episodes will be dedicated to the audio portion of this online course. Visit EvangelineHemrick.com for more information. Hello, my friends. Here we are, touching base again on our final episode of a four-part series on energy, awareness, and self-care. How have you been doing so far? I'm here in my healing room with my (laughs) co-host, my dog, Shanti. And I was just thinking as I was beginning this episode how when I first moved into this office, the space needed so much clearing because we built our own space in an old furniture factory that was restored, and it's a really cool building, but it had a lot of old energetic residue from the past. And my dog was so sensitive to this space in the beginning, I got to where I couldn't even bring her in and have her with me while I recorded until I did some major clearing of the energy in this space now. She lays down here like a peaceful little angel. She goes to sleep. You might hear her snoring or breathing heavy in the background as she (laughs) relaxes right beside me. So I like having her in here for it. But it came to my mind when I was getting ready to do this recording how I come in my space and I try to sneak in here in the wee hours of the morning and do this when it's quiet. But I check the energy first. Because I want it to be a clear space to work to create and to send energy to you that has a high frequency and a high vibration. And I don't want to have to work against a lot of negative influences in my environment that might affect my technology. (laughs) Definitely work through that in this space. I want to go ahead and take a few minutes and clear before I begin. And you will find in your life just taking the moment, taking that time to set an intention to check the energy and put an intention into clearing and transmuting whatever is undesirable, whatever is of a lower frequency than what you want. You have the power to change it and you can create a high vibration in your environment anywhere you happen to be. And that's what this final episode is all about. It's about you coming into your own with this, coming into the power of realizing that you can be the change in whatever situation or environment you happen to find yourself in, you have an effect on that. And when you are a master of your own energy and you're in control of what vibrational frequency you're emitting and what your energetic contribution is, things start to change big time. I'm sure you've heard that saying your presence is a present. Well, this takes that to a whole new level of realizing that you get to choose the energetic frequency that you're giving to a particular situation, because what we see happening in our world today is just a random chaotic mixture of emotions gone wild, thought forms that have created massive conscious imprints and a collection of powerful energetic creators that do not know they're powerful. And the swirl of emotions and thoughts that's creating a less than desirable environment for us. When we wake up to that fact, we can change it. You can actually be the change, like Gandhi says. Like We all love that quote, right? But How do you do that? You do that by having awareness of your own energy, by having an understanding of how your emotions are contributing to not only how you feel, but how those around you feel for grasping and harnessing the power that comes with the fact that you get to create with the thoughts that you entertain in your mind. And what's really exciting for me about sharing this information is to remind you That you can make a difference in how you feel, say, before you go in a busy grocery store with a lot of people by setting an intention and taking a minute to be aware of your energy field and make some positive changes in your energy field to strengthen your boundaries energetically before you go into a large crowded area. That can make a huge difference in how you feel. And it's not hard to do at all. It only takes a couple of minutes before you get out of that car to go into that environment to assess how your energy feels and then make a decision about how you want to affect that environment instead of how is that environment going to affect you detrimentally usually if you pay no attention to it. Also, if you didn't have time to Take a moment with your energy field before you go into a crowded area like that, like, say, a mall or a movie theater or a shopping center like Target, you know, somewhere like that. It's just really, really crowded with people who aren't even aware of how their emotions and thoughts are affecting themselves and and the people around them. Okay, so when you do that, keep it simple. And by just paying attention to... Your energy field before you go in and setting an intention that you want your energy field to be strong and not so much in a receptive mode, but giving off a strong frequency of love, healing, whatever, you know, whatever you really want it to be. That's the other thing, fun thing to me about how energy works is taking time to consider what vibrational frequencies do I want my body to hold that maybe. I don't hold in my energy field that much. Maybe you're really good at holding the frequency of prosperity, but maybe you need more of the frequency of patience or compassion or brotherly love when you're in traffic, <laughs> whatever, whatever you want it to be. You get to be creative with deciding how you want your energy field to work. And that's the most exciting part of this whole process. So what can you do if you come out of an environment where you've been around a lot of people and you don't feel so good. I'm going to go through the process of checking in with your energy field to enhance it. And this is just a simple three-step process. So the first thing you'll do is get very relaxed and get your body in a very comfortable position and take some breaths in a way that feels good to you. So right now I'm going to breathe with you because I think that we can all benefit from breathing together and holding sacred space together. So just take about three full, relaxed, easy breaths in whatever way you want to do it. There's no wrong way to do it. And Hopefully by this point, you have familiarized yourself with the pathways of the meridians. Not like you have to know exactly how each meridian runs through the body, but just to have an idea of what to visualize with those little rivers of energy, little streams of frequency of heaven and earth that run through you. The energy pathways that make up the acupuncture points, the chakras, the joints. See if you can visualize what this looks like in your body. Are there parts of your body that seem more lit up or flowing or at ease than other parts? Are there places in the meridian pathways where the flow seems disrupted? And if you look at the vortexes of energy, this would be at your joints, this would be down the midline of your body? Are there any power centers that call for your attention? Remember that there's no wrong way to assess your energy. See what comes to your awareness first and work there. Enhance the energetic flow in any part of your body By simply putting your attention there. It's that easy. Imagine beautifying any area that wants your love and attention. Using light, color. See if you can have an effect on that part of your body. Be creative. How will you know if you've been successful? You'll know by how you feel. And by simply giving attention to our bodies in this way, we have a very powerful effect. And step two is a little bit more time-consuming, but if you have time, start at the top of your head and connect in with each part of your body all the way down to your toes. Take as much time as you have to say hello to each area of your body And to give appreciation and gratitude for all that these alive, aware, and responsive parts of you for all that they do. This is a great way to start practicing doing a body scan. To see how different areas of your body might have been negatively affected by interactions that you've had. And it also just gives you a lot more awareness of how you feel. To be more tuned in to you. So you can systematically go through each area of the body. One easy way to do that is to enter through the major chakra of that area. That's the vortex of energy that controls and governs all the surrounding organs in that area. So that's one easy way that you can kind of enter through the energy center and look around. Just bring your awareness to that part of the body. And if you feel like, I can't see anything, you know, I I don't sense this on my own, then familiarize yourself with where the vital organs are in the body. Know the inner structure and anatomical regions that you have to work with. This is very important. So just take a moment to familiarize yourself with a particular area and then connect in with all of those parts of you that are so important. And this is how you do a body scan. And the third thing that you can do is to systematically check on each level of your energy field. Remember how we started with that first level of the field, the energetic template for the physical body. You can check that out. Look for those luminous fibers that make up the grid work of your physical form. See if any areas need reweaving or strengthening or repairing to make you stronger energetically, to help you have more of a boundary when you are interacting with other people and to make your body function at its best. Then you can access your emotions and where all your emotions live in the body. That's the second level of the field. Smooth out any emotions that have been turbulent or discordant for you. Notice How you feel in this particular moment, like what vibrational frequency would you say you're holding right now? Is it peace? Is it anxiety or fear? Comfort or discomfort? Just to do an internal check in with the emotional body helps you smooth it out, beautify it and enhance it. And this is where I want you to choose how you want to feel. You can hold whatever emotion, whatever feeling and frequency you want. You just have to claim it. And when you feel complete with working with your emotions, you can go on to your thoughts. You can assess if you've had any harmful or destructive thoughts that have been hanging out in your energy body. What thoughts are you currently working with and holding? And are they the highest quality of thoughts that you can currently be? Because you you truly are the thoughts that you think. And we have a lot more control over this than we realize sometimes. So now, hold a really clear visualization of how you want your body to look, feel, what level of vitality, and health you want for your organs, hold that thought. And if you can successfully hold a thought for your own body, carry that out and hold positive thoughts for our planet and for all the people, all the inhabitants, all living beings on this planet. See what might be possible if you transform your thoughts. And then notice how that feels in your body. So I've given you some steps for working with the first three levels of your energetic field. But I want you to know this, your energy body is so much more complex (laughs) than the emotions that you feel and the thoughts that you think. That is like the very tip of the iceberg scratching of the surface. I promise you there is so much more. And I really didn't know how far I could go with a four-week course. I wanted to check and see how far can I get with energy awareness to see what's effective and and what makes sense. And I would love feedback from you on how you're able to work with these first three levels because there's so much more for you. And I'm going to continue to create courses where you can get deeper and deeper into your own energy awareness and self-care. But what I want to say to you at this point is this is only the beginning. I promise you there are ways to create and heal and work with energy that are far greater than your thoughts and your emotions. Those are just the basic levels of our being. But until we realize how we're affecting other people with these emotional vibrations that we're carrying around and with the thought forms that we're carrying around until our society gets a grasp on how we affect each other, things are going to continue to be discordant and not as effective in creating the world that we want. So that's where we have to start. And I want you to think about this. Anytime you are within three to four feet of another human being, you are touching. So imagine how much energy we share as we go throughout our day-to-day lives. By simply being mindful of your own emotions and thoughts, you are going to have a profound effect on all those around you. Not to mention all the animals, plants, ecosystems, not just human beings too. And our physical bodies are internalizing these emotional interactions and mental interactions that we're having with each other way more than we realize. We can be confused about why a physical dis-ease or chronic condition might manifest in our body, but the fascinating part is that happened long ago from some energy that we shared, and it must be managed, cleaned, and cultivated way earlier than Typically, we're used to catching these energetic interactions that we have with each other. To give you an example of this, I'll tell you about, for instance, with my little boy. He's young enough that he's very tuned into how his body feels without a lot of layers of conditioning and without a lot of busyness and distraction on top of that. So he's a good barometer for me of where we're at, of how he and I are sharing energy together. One morning, he was outside shooting hoops, playing basketball, and I had said to him several times, let's go, come on, we need to go, but he wasn't hearing me. So by the time that he heard me say, you got to get in the car, we have to leave, I was already frustrated. So I was holding the frequency of frustration in my emotional body. But he didn't know because he had just been outside playing and didn't know all the times that I had called for him that he couldn 't hear me, so he gets in the car and we're we're riding down the road, and a few minutes in he goes, "My stomach hurts since I got in the car, and I don 't know why and I knew exactly why because my energy field was affecting him because I was holding that frustration, and we were able to pull the car over. And work with it and release it right then and there. And it really made me stop and think about how much of our lives is an accumulation of feeling those sensitivities from the emotions of others and never knowing what to do with it. So if you have someone in your life that you can be open and experimental with to say, whoa, all of a sudden my body feels like this and I'm really not sure why. Let's take a minute. Let's just do some clearing. Let's do some breathing. Let's think back to what has been happening and how the energy has maybe gotten off to where my body is starting to absorb something that doesn't feel good. I feel like it's extremely empowering and also very sobering to realize the responsibility of the effect that our own emotions and thought patterns have on other people. So like I said, we've just barely scratched the surface of the energy field, but the whole reason that I took four podcast episodes to break down these first levels of the energetic field is just to give you an idea of how complex and powerful you are and how much you have to work with if you want to. If you want things to be different in how you're being affected as you move through life. If you want to be more powerful, like I was telling you in another episode, to be able to have a positive impact when you walk in a room, if you're going into a board meeting, if you're going into a parent teacher conference, (laughs) anything at all, if you're going to play sports, perform, whatever you're going to do, to be able to set an intention and create clarity and connection with your energy field and that of another or that of a huge group, there's a lot more potential that human beings have to come together and create something positive. We just have to know how to use these very basic levels of our field. And then the more you want to get into this, we have not even been able to cover the fourth level of the field, the astral body yet. And if you remember in the first episode, I told you that what we were going to discuss was very practical and not very woo-woo. Well, the astral body starts to get more into the spiritual side of you. You might have heard of astral travel, astral communication. This is all referring to the fourth level of your energy field, which is another beautiful, colorful, unstructured part of you that can actually travel and move. Beyond being confined to the physical body. So I'm not going to go there yet. That's for more advanced, deeper courses that I'm going to do, but I want to invite you into realizing that your astral body is doing a lot of work and a lot of communication in your sleep time. So when you feel like your body is just laying completely still, the astral body may not be laying still at all. Or when your body is not moving on the healing table. The astral body, the fourth level of the field, sometimes is very busy doing a lot of activity and movement. So if you want to try to connect in with this level, it does look similar to the second level, the emotional body. The colors I notice there are very different. They're much more luminous. They're exquisite. If you can ever tap into it and enjoy it, it's a beautiful level of your being. I would like to suggest one thing that you can do to cultivate and beautify and enhance, strengthen the astral body, the fourth level of the field, is sleep alone sometimes. And this is something that's not particularly uh, encouraged in our culture as far as like if you're in a relationship with someone, sleeping alone could represent that there's something negative, that there's something wrong in the relationship. But that's not what I'm talking about at all. I'm talking about every now and then giving yourself an energy tune up by only experiencing your own energy field for a good full sleep state. There is a tremendous amount of retuning and refining that can happen because you're actually doing a lot of energetic work at night while you sleep. And when we sleep in close proximity to someone else, of course, our energy fields are still merging. So there's nothing bad about it. You can actually approach your partner with the invitation to, hey, I'm going to do this sometimes, but this is only because I want to come back to you really charged up and, and retuned, <laughs> tuned up, you know? So try it if your partner's open to it and just see how you feel because it can have a very positive effect on the astral body. And oh, the places that we'll go when we get into talking about the fifth level of the field. Fifth level healing is some really powerful, incredible, mind-blowing stuff. That's where we start getting into ancestral healing and dealing with the fact that many of us came in here with trauma from our ancestors that has absolutely nothing to do with the experiences that we have had in our lifetime. How wonderful is it to think that we can clear out Ancestral pain and trauma that's been being passed down generation to generation and just embedded in our energy fields. We do not have to give that to our children. The world can be different because we don't have to carry the lineage of famine, poverty, disease. We can work with all of that. And that's so exciting. And there'll be many, many episodes devoted to fifth level healing. Ancestral trauma. And I'd love for you to just think about that and explore what might have been handed down to you that is not serving you well in your life. And that doesn't mean that our ancestors meant to do this because they didn't even know that we had this capability. Because here's the thing when you do healing work, and I don't care if it's saying an affirmation or having a positive visualization or doing breath work, getting energy work, any type of healing. And think of this too. This is another thing I want to wrap up with. When you say an affirmation, it's energy work. When you work on refining and transforming your emotions, you're doing energy work. So everything from thought, with intention is energy work. There are so many ways that you can do energy healing. It doesn't necessarily mean that you're on a treatment table and somebody has their hands on you. Every positive thing you do, not only is that energy healing, it's affecting all the generations forward and all the generations backwards in your line. Is that not incredible when you really think about the powerful healing effect you can have on your family? It just makes me want to cry. It's It's so exciting to think about what you're capable of doing if you just take the time and put your attention to it. So here's to healing all the generations of our families and here's to future generations knowing how to use what they've got, knowing how to use their energetic anatomy, being the change, realizing how their own energetic presence is affecting the entire world. This is huge. So we've got lots more to cover Thanks for being with me for this initial four-part course, but we're not stopping. (laughs) There's going to be a lot more where this came from, and I'm so happy that you're on this journey with me. Keep on healing.